17 5 for fighting. Hey guys, it's me, Mike Greer. Back for the 5 for fighting uh, this week. Uh, as you can tell, I have to go serve a 5 minute major for fighting. Um, you know, so I'm going to hang out with you guys for a little bit. We're going to talk about the National Hockey League. Um, a little different. Um, you guys are getting this thing probably Friday midday. Um, that's because I'm going to be very transparent with all of you. Because um, that's what I feel like I should do. It is Friday morning um, as I am currently recording this on my drive to work. Um, my week has pretty much been flipped, turned upside down. Um, I got a phone. I, I, I got a phone text from uh, Big Jim on Tuesday, basically telling me that the Huddle Up podcast, the uh, the network that you're listening to this show on, uh, was going to be down a couple guys due to some goons uh, taking out our uh, our best goal scorers. So they called me up from the AHL. I uh, did my due diligence for uh, Coach Big Jim to to fill in for student of the game Kyle Nash. Uh, and Matt, who were both out, um, and Ernest was going to be late, and Jim basically didn't want to fly solo in a five-on-one, so he called up the Tom Wilson of the Huddle Up podcast, and I uh, gooned it up for him. Um, was able to uh, was able to help him out, but Wednesdays is normally the day that I record this show, uh, so the live stream uh, kind of pushed this back. Um, also, uh, unfortunate for yours truly, uh, I woke up Tuesday morning to my apartment. Uh, basically, my bedroom, half of my living room, and my bed, uh, my bathroom being completely flooded due to a running toilet. Um, so literally, uh, my week has literally been about as chaotic as it can be, and that's not including uh, the work schedule that I have with Amazon and the holiday spirit, and, and being as busy as we are. Uh, if you're not, if you haven't already, uh, check out the uh, Alexa Thank My Driver program. Um, basically the short story is, you know, you think that your driver did good, uh, with the delivery and you have an Alexa device, just say, Alexa, thank my driver. Uh, Amazon is graciously giving, uh, $5 to its drivers for every, um, comment like that, that they get from the Alexa devices. So, uh, it's a cool way to, uh, potentially help, uh, your Amazon driver. If you think they did a great job, earn a holiday bonus check, um, uh, I just think it's a cool program. I think Amazon's doing its best to uh, to help us out. So major kudos to them. Uh, but that's enough about my personal life. Let's get into the reason why you all are here, and that is the National Hockey League. Uh, our five topics, as always, and then we have the Grip It and Rip It Player of the Week. We'll start with topic number one, just 10 days after suffering a stroke, and the questions on when he'll play hockey again. Chris Letang of the Pittsburgh Penguins rejoined his team at practice earlier this week. Um, obviously, we're still a bit away from games and knowing how long uh, the game absence will be. But nice to see Latang at practice around his teammates. Um, I don't necessarily know when we'll see him. That stuff isn't really being discussed right now. Like I said, really just happy to see Latang around his teammates and enjoying uh, keeping those guys on their toes. Um Obviously, like I said, uh, when we talked last about the Latang stroke, obviously all of the thoughts and prayers from the Huddle Up podcast family uh, go to Latang and his family, and hopefully uh, this is the step in the first step in the right direction for him uh, being a part of the Penguins 
playoff push later in the year. Um, obviously, as we get more information, uh, I'll talk about it more in depth. Um, but nothing has been decided on if slash when uh, Latang will return to game action for the Penguins. The 2022 season uh, has been one, I've talked about it on this show multiple times, that has been ravished by injuries. Um, basically, almost any player that your team, uh, your favorite team has, has probably missed a game, games, months, or the entire season due to some random rash of injuries that has taken over. Uh, again, Washington Capitals fan here. Lost TJ Oshie. Obviously haven't had Tom Wilson. Yevgeny Kuznetsov missed a couple games. Um, anyone that you can think of outside of Alexander Ovechkin and Darcy Kemper have missed games with injuries. Um, Patrick Laine, uh, who we've talked about on this show. Um, and, and it's time that the Stanley Cup champions cannot avoid the, the problem themselves as they lost arguably their best player and a guy that I would give that distinction to. That's Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon is going to miss up to four weeks with an upper body injury that he suffered uh, Monday night against the Flyers. Big blow here to the the Colorado Avalanche. Um, maybe not in the standpoints of, oh, they're not going to make the playoffs an hour or anything like that. Um, but that guy is an absolute force for them. And him, be, him missing any um, major amount of time is not good. Um, trying to see exactly um, what happens uh, with the injury. I'm trying to read exactly what it was. Uh, they said he played five minutes, um, and then there was a there was a tie-up between him and a member of the Flyers. I didn't get to watch that game. Again, my work schedule's been crazy, um, delivering stuff. I do try to, to watch as many uh, good games as I can, and Colorado's a team that I like to, to sit down and watch because of um, how good – they were last season. Obviously, Darcy Kemper's no longer there. So, um, veteran took a wrist shot from the slot in the first. Puck sailed wide of the net. He winced but remained on the ice to finish his shift. When he went back, um, the broadcast showed a shot of him favoring the left side. Um, yeah, that. so, you know, that's a non-contact thing. Um, that's not good because that could be anything. That could be the elbow. That could be the wrist. That could be the side. Um you know, it, it peck, it, it literally could be a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, he came off of a standout season last year where he played in 65 regular season games, totaling 88 points, um, and had 13 goals and 24 points on the way to the Stanley Cup. Uh, they, they were shorthanded against Boston uh, on Wednesday night, lost that game. Um, they got to find a way to step up. McKinnon, obviously 27 years old, the number one overall pick from 2013, is a three-time Hart Trophy finalist and has agreed to an eight-year, $100 million deal before the season started. So Colorado's got to figure out life without Nathan McKinnon, uh, and they got to do it quickly. Uh, they're kind of in a logjam in the middle of the, the, the upper middle portion of the Western Conference right now. Uh, they can't afford to let teams like Calgary distance themselves without McKinnon. So, guys are going to have to step up on that team to help them. If not, this could be bad for the defending Stanley Cup champions. I do think that they make the playoffs inevitably no matter what. Um, but this this four weeks could be the difference in being a, uh, anywhere between a two and a four seed and, you know, the seven or the eight and having to go and win road series the entire way 
to try to defend your Stanley Cup championship. So we'll keep an eye on how long McKinnon's out. Uh, like I said, they estimated four weeks, um, but we'll see if he's able to get back any sooner than that for the defending champions. Uh, number three on our topics this week, Seattle Kraken center Shane Wright scored goal number one of his National Hockey League career uh, in a game against a team that probably should have drafted him number one overall. That was the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, he scored in the loss that they had uh, earlier this week. Um, cool moment. Uh, nice to see goal number one for a guy uh, as good as he is and as labeled as good as he is. So cool to see that. Um, and then, um, fascinating enough, uh, it was announced that the Seattle Kraken have loaned Shane Wright to the Canadian National Junior Team for the 2023 uh, World Championships on Thursday afternoon. A thing that I wouldn't have been able to talk about if I didn't record this show on Friday. Uh, he was the number. He was actually the number four overall pick in the 2022 draft. Two points, the goal that I mentioned in assist in eight games. Um, scored his first goal Tuesday, one day after being recalled on a conditional stint with the Coachella Valley of the AHL. He scored four goals in five games while in Coachella Valley. Um, going to go honor his country, going to go play for the Canadian Juniors team. That should be cool. Um, nice to see that. Uh, he'll be joined by a couple of other um, camp. We'll be, uh, we'll be in, uh, excuse me, we'll be involved in the camp with other members of National Hockey League teams. Again, it's really early. It's like 840 while I'm recording this, so not fully awake yet. Um, so I digress. Uh, so that's cool to see, right? It's going to be a part of the camp for the uh, World Junior Championships in Team Canada. Awesome job for him to be able to honor his country. Um, good future for the kid. I, I hope that it that it goes well for him. Uh, we'll see exactly where the next step is for Shane Wright and the Seattle Kraken. Uh, Big Jim talked about them a little bit in the five for fighting. Uh, his first take or second take was, uh, are the Kraken for real? Um, the way I look at it uh, with these young guys, and the vets they have from the expansion draft and free agency, the Israelis are going to get. <laughs> um, obviously, it's a log jam in the West. We talked about it a little bit with uh, with McKinnon's injury. Um, there are a lot of good teams in the West this year. Uh, maybe the Kraken fall back to earth, but I think they end up still a playoff team uh, when it's all said and done. Number four in our five topics of the five for fighting this week, the streak is over. Kind of like The Undertaker, Never losing at WrestleMania, the Boston Bruins never lost at home. Uh, that was until Monday night when the Vegas Golden Knights defeated the Boston Bruins by a final score of 4-3 to three in a shootout. Uh, Vegas got up in this game early 3-0, and this Bruins team still found a way to get back into this game and make it a 3-3 game to force overtime before falling in a shootout to the West powerhouse Vegas Golden Knights. It is their first loss in... 15 games. They were 14-0 coming into the game. Um, you know, kudos to the Boston Bruins on ice. Um, I've talked about how much I think that their organization is, a, for lack of a better term, bag of shit um, with, with, with the way that they handled uh, other situations. Um, but I can't take away from the, the guys that are playing on ice right now. Those guys are really good, and they're playing really good together. Um, that's something that teams – strive for the chemistry and the gel that the Boston Bruins have on ice. Um, 
And, you know, hiccup, obviously, against Vegas here. You know, the bigger hiccup is that they were down 3 nothing. Um, that hasn't happened a lot to this Boston Bruins team uh, this season. So, cool to see them uh, rally back into that game and show the fight that, that some people may question. Because, you know, you don't know if you have that dog in you. You don't know if you have that fight in you until you get punched in the mouth. Um, Boston got punched in the mouth. Um, and they showed they have that dog in them. Um Bruins are going to be a team that's going to be a, a hard out uh, anytime you play them, and they prove that uh, with this showing against Vegas. Uh, while the streak is over, like Brock Lesnar ended the Undertaker streak, um, there's still a there's still a powerhouse to be reckoned with um, in the future. Our final topic for today's show: uh, history for Mitch Marner of the Tampa Bay Lightning with his goal scored on Thursday in at least 5 nothing drumming of the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Marner has extended his record, Maple Leaf record, uh, 21 consecutive games with a point scored uh, for the young Canadian winger. A cool moment for him, obviously with the history that the Toronto Maple Leafs have, uh, for him to have that record according to NHL.com. I didn't get to research that enough. I'm just taking it right from NHL.com and giving you guys the, 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 the feed there. Um, cool moment, like I said, to have such a historical record, uh, for such a great franchise. Um, and I get it. Can't win, can't win the cup. Um, you know, whatever. Um, it's still cool to see, um, the fact that he got that, uh, streak elevated again. He's, he's, let's see, scored to extend his point streak to 21 games, um, 28 points on the year, 10 goals, 18 assists during the streak, actually, not just on the season. Um, you know, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's an awesome record. Um, you know, if it's not the record, then I blame NHL.com for falsely uh, headlining that. Um, Maple Leafs playing really well right now. Um, yeah, I think that this is a team that – I don't necessarily know that I think they hoist Lord Stanley, um, but I think that this is a team that's going to be a serious contender uh, sooner rather than later. If they're not in the the, the, the thick of it late in the year, um, obviously three points behind Boston right now, who playing out of their mind at 21-3-1. and one. You know, the Maple Leafs sitting at 17-5-6, and six, uh, three points behind a team with an 800-860 win percentage uh, or point percentage. So, yeah, um, I think that this Maple Leafs team, uh, if they're not in the Final Four this year, um, I think they could be playing for an Eastern Conference title sooner rather than later. So, uh, kudos to those guys. Uh, kudos to Mitch Marner for, uh, you know, 21 consecutive games uh, with a point in the Toronto Maple Leafs win on Thursday night against the Kings. And finally, last but certainly not least on this show, uh, for this week is the Griffin Riffit Player of the Week. Um, that's going to go to Tage Thompson of the Buffalo Sabers. Tage played in three games this year, or excuse me, this this week, and he accumulated a total of eleven points. It's uh, a lot, uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll talk about those games here real quick. Uh, his first game of the week. He scored three points against the defending Stanley Cup champion uh, Colorado Avalanche, having two assists and a goal. 
He then scored two points against the Sharks, a goal and an assist. And the big one happened uh, late or mid-evening last night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Five goals, one assist, six total points. Um, That dude was bumming, fucking bombing rippers uh, all night uh, last night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Five goals, um, you know. We call we call five strikeouts the golden sombrero. Uh, five goals should be like the golden hockey helmet. Um, kudos to that guy. Um, awesome performance. Um, you know, obviously he had the hat trick, and then we have the hockey helmet, and then I think we have the golden hockey helmet with five goals scored. Um, so yeah, kudos to Tage Thompson, third third participant and winner of the Grip It and Rip It Player of the Week award. Um, yeah, so that's the show. Uh, it was a lot of fun to talk to you guys about the National Hockey League. I also was able to peel back a layer of my personal life and let you guys know why you're getting this a little bit later than usual. Sorry about that, guys. Going to get back on the regular schedule. Uh, obviously, the Huddle Up stuff, uh, they'll go back to the regular Tuesday night live stuff, so I'll be able to uh, record this on Thursday by itself. Um, I appreciate you guys hanging out. I appreciate you guys um, – being a part of the Huddle Up Podcast family. Um, If you haven't already, please like, subscribe, thumbs up, five-star review if you're on any of your major podcast catchers. Uh, Tell a friend. If you know a friend who's a hockey fan, give them the link. Let them listen to me ramble about the National Hockey League. Maybe they agree. Maybe they disagree. Maybe I can get somebody on here to debate with me. I don't know. It should be a lot of fun. I want everybody to be included because I think hockey is a game that everybody should love. Uh, If you haven't already, go over to any of our social media pages, uh, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Huddle Up Pod, uh, Linktree, and all of those, which will direct you to everybody's personal Twitter account, The obviously the Twitter account of the show, if you're not getting it on Twitter. It'll also link you to our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Uh, you can go to tpublic.com slash huddleuppod. Uh, 40-ish designs, including a couple of cool hockey ones. Uh, so if you want to support Five for Fighting, go pick up one of those cool hockey designs. If you want to see your team's design on there, reach out to me and I'll talk to Big Jim about trying to get a uh, a shirt for your team available with the Huddle Up podcast stuff. Um, other than that, guys, again, you can follow me on Twitter at they call me Burn. You can follow me on TikTok if you like talking about wrestling. Uh, that's at FKC Wrestling. Uh, you can listen to me on the Take Three Wrestling podcast, which we recorded late last night with myself, uh, Big Jim of the Huddle Up podcast feed, and our good friend Joe Lopez. Ernest was out due to obligations or something. I don't know. I'm just going to make that up. Uh, And obviously, check out all the stuff that we have here on the Huddle Huddle Up podcast feed, including the live show on Tuesday with Jim, Ernest, Matt, and the student of the game, Kyle Nash, uh, as well as Big Jim's five observations. Um, But that's my time in the sin bin. I've got to go do some more enforcing. Um, I'll see you guys next week when I commit my next penalty for five for fighting. I don't love podcasts.